A wise woman, my wife, recently said to me, if your passion feels like an obligation, then it's just another unfulfilling job. Gosh, her words rang so true to my ears. Y'all, 2023 was adventurous and joyous and also disappointing, painful, and everything in between. And rather than feel excitement and passion for the Unspoken Cycle podcast and the online platform that I've created, it really began to feel consuming, demanding, and just underwhelming. Needless to say, I've learned some precious lessons about myself and my passion over the last few months, and things are a change in folks. Join me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast and the first episode of my new season as I loosen up my rigid edges and introduce you to a platform that's all about being our real, vulnerable, messy selves with a dash of fun, some laughter, and a little chaos along the way. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Happy New Year. If you have tuned in to listen to my first episode of the year and of my new season for the Unspoken Cycle podcast, Happy New Year to you, and thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all joining me and just have to give a huge, gracious um, appreciation shout out to everyone who has been so loving and supportive over the last couple of months for me. I posted some pretty difficult um heavy episodes. And the last one was definitely um, a difficult way to close out my year, my 2023 season. And I have just been uh, humbled by all of the love and um, care and support that y'all have sent my way. So thank you so much. And welcome. Thank you for being here. I hope that you guys had a very prosperous and chill 2023 holiday season. If you know a little bit about me, you know that Christmas is definitely my favorite time of the year. Um, There's just something about the ambiance of the shorter days and the lights everywhere you go, the candles in the house that smell like spices and pine trees, um, and just the softness, I guess, of the glow of that time of year and that season and the spirit of people wanting to just gather um, and fellowship and, I don't know, just have some good time together. Um, So it's definitely my favorite time of year. And yeah, I hope you had a good one. My Christmas was great. My daughter came home from school to visit from uh, college, and we just had some good family time. Uh, My wife and our daughters, we had lots of game nights, baked lots of yummy, delicious foods and goodies, 
watched lots of Christmas movies and uh, lit tons of fires in the fireplace. (laughs) But it was just a great time. It was exactly what my heart and soul needed. Um, And it just meant a lot to me. So so yeah, how are y'all doing otherwise? This is a new and fresh kind of episode for me. And I have to share with you why it excites me. So I was having a conversation with my wife last night, and I just kind of had an epiphany of how I wanted uh, my podcast to look as far as the content I want to share and create for y'all. And I was talking to her about that last night. I tend to be creative professionally, like in the moment, things will come to me. Um, I may hear something or see a quote somewhere or just think of something like a situation or something and be like, light bulb, you know, I want to go ahead and do that. And I immediately will pull out my phone and pull out my notes and start making all kinds of notes about how I want to bring that to life. So this year podcasting for me is going to look different than it did last year. And I was talking to her about it. And I was just explaining to her how, you know, I loved creating the podcast. I like talking to people. I love sharing information. I like being able to be real and relatable, especially as a woman who's gone through so much and endured so much in my life. I feel like I have heard from so many of you how relatable life is in the greatest and hardest ways. So that is my passion. That is why the unspoken cycle means so much to me. And at the same time, I feel like to me, it felt a little boxy, like I was putting myself in a box, um, kind of like in a clinical box of wanting to give you guys um, resources and which are obviously important, but just I was always researching the internet for a new article or um, scientific information or, you know, all sorts of clinical things behind even the most simple conversations I felt that I wanted to have. And then it turned into feeling like it was like more of a research project for me. And, and then I would become a perfectionist in the way I delivered it. And I didn't want to sound like an idiot. And I wanted to be, you know, um, wanted it to be just right. And so it just became overwhelming in a lot of ways and underwhelming in a lot of ways. Yeah. I have to put my OCD perfectionist, um, clinical hat on the hanger. (laughs) And I just want to be myself with y'all. Honestly, I just don't want to be boring. I don't want to be inauthentic. Um, Yeah. And I just feel like when I'm able to bring who I am to life and just simple crazy conversation, and that's how it looks sometimes. Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's lots of laughter and, you know, curse words. And sometimes it's just, Hey y'all, how's it going? Just checking in. And I feel like I need to hold myself to a lower standard, which I think that we all need to be able to be more comfortable with holding ourselves to lower standards. And that doesn't mean that we're lowering our standards in a bad way. It just means that, you know, we tend to hold ourselves to really high standards in life. And if we don't meet them, we, uh, we beat ourselves up and judge ourselves much worse than other people do. Um, 
And then it's, you know, more likely that we won't want to be ambitious and get out there and do the things we really want to do. And this is what I really want to do. And I don't want to make it a turnoff for myself. You know, so I'm I'm putting that to rest. It's not what I want to do. It's not how I want to come to you. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. This is a new season for me. I have had a lot of grief and pain in my life in the last several months. And I've been processing that. I've been putting my self-care first. I've been prioritizing myself and really have just been like, I don't care how anyone else feels or what's going on with anyone else right now. Like, I really need to get through this. And I've been pushing through and most days are okay now. And, and I do have good days and there are some days that are really, really hard. And, and, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to be human with y'all and I don't want to feel pressured or obligated to perform. And I guess, um, that's a very long winded way of saying that it all kind of felt like I was, I was in a performance mode. Uh, when I was in my creative mode. And that to me is um, contradicting. You know, it it shouldn't be that. I should just be able to be myself in my raw form and just relate to y'all in the ways that life shows up. So here we are, 2024. I am not one for resolutions in the new year. I never have been because I learned from a very young age that I would watch the adults and people around me ring in the new year and talk about New Year's resolutions. And then I would observe them not following up with the things that they talked about. And I always thought it was so lame and stupid that people would say, you know, on January 1st, I'm going to start working out or on January 1st, I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to stop eating sweets or, you know, I'm going to ride my bike more or read another book and all of these things. And I always thought, well, why don't you do that today? Why do you have to wait until um, you know, the first of the year, it makes no sense to me. And, you know, even when now when people say to me, oh, you know, I'm going to go all, you know, go all in and, and binge this or binge that for the weekend and then starting Monday. And I always think, well, that doesn't make sense because this is just my opinion. But in my opinion, all in all honesty, if you can't commit to whatever you want to do to move towards your goal or make a lifestyle change now, then it's not going to work out for you no matter what day or what year you start it. Because that commitment starts with your desire for the change now. So if you want two more days to eat all the donuts and fast food you can, and then on Monday you'll start it, or if you are just finishing out the year and you want to be carefree and then next year you'll start it, that's a mindset that to me is a little backwards. I feel like start now. And if you have a day where you mess up, then it is what it is. But why wait? You know, get in the habit of at least making the effort today. And when you continue to work towards that goal, whatever the end goal is, then there you go. You're listening, You're listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within. You know, I have to be completely honest with you. Gosh, that last round of IVF for me, y'all, took me out. 
my body and all the hormones and the changes and just everything that I was going through completely like wrecked my body. Um, I gained, God, it's, you know what? It's not even embarrassing to say because life fucking happens. And sometimes this shit, it just is what it is. So I've gained like 20, maybe 25 pounds, give or take what kind of water I'm retaining (laughs) on any given day. But that's a lot for me. And every time I look in the mirror, I see it. And I have some pairs of pants that still fit me, but they're obviously a little more filled out in certain areas. And I have some clothes that I could wear proudly a year ago and thought I looked great in them that I can't even fit into today. You know, and I'm just like, I have yo-yoed with my weight since I had kids. Um pregnancy was really hard on my body. I was someone as a young adult who never had to worry about their weight. I had a really quick, uh, fast metabolism. So I could eat McDonald's every day, for example, and wouldn't gain a pound. I was always really thin and really skinny. Um, And so when I got pregnant with my first daughter, I did not even think about watching my weight or being healthy. I was very, very young. No one educated me on those things. I gained a ton of weight with her and it was really hard to lose that weight. And then just a couple of years, well, not even a couple, like maybe two, well, let's see. Yeah. Maybe two and a half years later, I was pregnant again, did the same thing. And then, you know, two years after that, I was pregnant again. And I just like never really got myself back to a healthy weight. Um, And then my metabolism and just body composition obviously had totally changed over those several years. And after my last a daughter was born. It's just been a real struggle. I've had moments where I've been motivated to just stay on top of my game and look the best and feel the best that I can. And I've done great. I've had moments where health has declined. You know, when I had cancer, I lost a ton of weight. I was really sick. I didn't feel good. Um, I was probably my thinnest for my wedding to my wife in 2019. I think I looked great, but then I also look at those pictures and think about all of the health issues I went through just a few months before our wedding and how much weight I lost and how sick I was. And just there was a lot of stress and things going on that year. So I look at myself and I'm like, yeah, I looked great, but I was so unhealthy and just not in a good place, even though I didn't have a ton of weight on my body. So here I am, um, probably at my heaviest in several, several years and it doesn't feel good and I feel sluggish, but you know what, y'all, I like to eat and I like sweets and it's been a real battle. And if you've ever been through IVF or had to do hormone injections for any type of reason or be on any sort of hormone supplementation, you understand that those things fuck your body up and all of your cravings are like tenfold. So especially during the holidays, I was eating a ton of cookies and just really good food. Um, I work from home, so I'm not, you know, up and out of the house every day. Um, You know, we moved here from New York City, so now we drive everywhere. We don't walk everywhere. I'm not getting that daily exercise. My steps are like half of what they used to be. Some days when I don't do a whole lot, they're hardly even a quarter of what they used to be. You know, so I have a lot of lifestyle changes that have contributed, and I just feel like I shouldn't beat myself up anymore. 
but I do need to feel better. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm not making a resolution to lose a certain amount of weight or look a certain way. I just want to feel better. And that's what I'm going to work towards. So I got up this morning and uh, yesterday my wife and I um, were on Pinterest and we found some really great healthy recipes. Like I said, we love to eat. Uh, My wife is an amazing cook. She cooks a lot of really good Caribbean foods. Um, I love Mexican food. We love bread and rice and all of the bad starchy things. So it's a challenge to find healthy substitutes for all of that. But I woke up this morning. I ate a pretty healthy breakfast. It was fulfilling. It was satisfying. Um, I don't really eat lunch too much during the day, but I've got a little plan in the refrigerator in the refrigerator waiting for me. <laughs> Did you catch that? I almost said refrigerator. That is my oaky country self coming out. So unapologetically so. But anyway, so yeah, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I'm just going to do what I can. I want to um, move forward. And over the next few months, I have, you know, we have some things we would like to accomplish and I want to be healthy for those things. I want to feel better for those things. Um, I had actually paused my Peloton membership because I hadn't used it in several months. In fact, I hadn't been on my Peloton since after we got back from our Paris trip in April (laughs) and I was paying for the membership every month. And I don't know, I just, a lot of shit was going on and summertime came and just tons of stuff and lots of distractions. And I just allowed myself to fall off and I did. And so I restarted my Peloton membership. I want to get on my bike and get moving. And really just, um, a lot of it is not feeling comfortable you know, just feeling like I'm only getting older. My body is getting slower. My my metabolism is definitely getting slower. Um, even my thyroid levels, because of the meds I was on and because of the weight I've gained, I can tell it, I, I can feel that they're definitely not in a healthy range. And I'm just not okay with that. So that is my motivation. It is not a New Year's resolution. I think that you know, we need to change our mindset of wait another day, wait a couple more weeks, just one more donut, just one more burger, just one more this, and then I'll get serious about it. You know what? Get serious about it today. And if today is the day you eat another donut, oh fucking well. Start again tomorrow or start again after your next meal. And, you know, maybe don't eat something super fattening after you eat your donut. I don't know. But why wait? You know, just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not for it. More power to you if a resolution is something that you feel helps keep you accountable and motivated, go for it. But my encouragement to you is always going to be don't wait until tomorrow. Start today and start to change that mindset today. And hopefully that helps you along your way. Stay Stay tuned tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle podcast. My new platform isn't new at all. It's just a new style that I want to dig into. And then I'm going to wrap this episode up. And I really just want to move forward again with a more carefree approach. I don't want to be so rigid in what I bring to the table for y'all. I want to be relatable to y'all in the ways that I know 
I can be. And I just want to be myself, you know, and sometimes it's going to be heartfelt and great and happy and fun. And sometimes it's going to be chaotic and messy. And sometimes it might be sad or depressing and disappointing. I don't know. But I just don't want to have an expectation of this is what my podcast is supposed to look like, because then it makes it unappealing for me to even show up. And it becomes overwhelming and it becomes more like a job and a task. And this is my passion. This is not my nine to five, so to speak. Um, This is what I love to do and it's heartfelt and from my soul. So I should enjoy doing it, right? And that's kind of where I'm at, you guys. I definitely um, have a idea of what it's going to look like this next year and hopefully many years after. So here is a little insight to what my new podcasting platform will be for you. A couple of years ago, I was really, really, really diligent about posting regularly on my life coaching website and creating content on my Instagram page for my life coaching business. If y'all have not followed me on Instagram, my life coaching handle is live resiliently. A lot of the times I collaborate my posts between the unspoken cycle and live resiliently. But if you haven't listened to any other episodes before today, I am a life coach and I have been for over a decade. Um, So I do have a life coaching platform. I don't post all the time on there because again, I'm not a particular content creator. I don't want to be Instagram famous. I don't have a TikTok. Um, I don't have a lot of other social media other than Instagram and Facebook because those are the platforms I feel most comfortable using and because they work hand in hand. So I can post on one and it'll automatically post to the other. And I'm not on social media posting stuff all day. That is also a huge turnoff for me. But anyways, a long time ago, well, several years ago, I was posting a lot and I would um, think of these little quotes or little catchphrases to say and keep them in my notes and then kind of coin them as that's my thing. That's my catchphrase. So this particular catchphrase was something that I created um, right before my mom passed away. And I mentioned that just because it's like a timeline mental note for me. I was getting ready to plan a women's conference and one of my taglines was resolve to evolve. And I feel like that's something that I want to do in every single way in my life. And so why not utilize my podcast to just reach out and help y'all help me and we can help each other to resolve to evolve. So this episode, I titled it the unspoken resolve evolving with purpose, because I think that as humans, as people, we're always evolving. We're sponges. We're always learning sometimes really hard lessons. Some lessons are easier than others. Um, Not all lessons are painful either. Some are very rewarding. And I really just want that to be what I represent. Evolution, evolution of a person, evolution of life, and just evolution of being yourself, you know, and really growing into yourself and who you're meant to be. So that's what I'm doing here. We are resolving to evolve. And that 
uh, catchphrase is courtesy of Live Resiliently Coaching. Shout out to my coaching uh, handle. (laughs) But for me, resolving to evolve means evolving in several ways in our lives. Healing being one of the most important ways, because if we aren't healed and if we aren't whole from within, it's going to be really hard to live a fulfilling life in other ways. So healing our hearts, our souls, and our bodies. We've got mental health, we've got heart health, um, emotional health, and we've got um, physical health. Uh, evolving in mindfulness. And I'm, you know, someone who does a lot of mindful coaching and mindfulness. I am a life coach who does focus in a lot of ways on mindfulness, um, on our mentality, perspective, and how we carry out things in life. But mindfulness to me is self-awareness. It's attitude, it's action, it's the way that we represent ourselves and how we can be most authentic to ourselves. And it's also the way that we go out into the world and treat others and situations and the choices that we make. Um, Resolving to evolve in our mental health. I know that for some, the mental health talk can seem redundant and cliche for those who just, you know, may not understand it or whatever, but mental health doesn't always mean it's, it's a correlation to mental illness. Mental health is being self-aware. It's knowing who you are. It's understanding who you are. It's knowing what resources are out there for you if you need them. And it's knowing how to identify when you need them. Not everybody needs a mental health resource, but hey, we all like to take a time out, right? We all feel overwhelmed and stressed. Those are mental health things, not mental health illnesses, not mental health issues, but those are things that are that affect our mental health. So definitely evolving in the way of how we care for care for ourselves and utilize resources that are important um, to help us through whatever it is we need to get through. And then evolving in physical health. I have kind of started to dislike diets and dieting and exercise and even those words, okay? Because I'm just going to be quite honest with you. I was the kid who hated running in junior high and elementary school and high school. I hated PE. I didn't like having to exercise. Sometimes the games were fun. Sometimes the sports were fun. But other than that, I was just a chill person, okay? It's never been a goal of mine to do a 5K or a 10K or any sort of training or have, you know, a certain percentage of muscle mass or whatever in my body. Like it just ain't it. Okay. It's not me. In fact, my wife will tell you, we have a home gym that we have worked very hard to kind of create. We've got a couple of different machines in the gym and the treadmill is the one that I will get on the least. I absolutely don't like it. I've never been a runner. I've hated speed walking. I'll get it. I'll get on it if I want to get some steps in or if I just want to get some like light exercise in. But yeah, treadmill's not my friend. It's not my thing. I definitely like bike riding because my dad and I, when I was little, used to always go on bike rides. We used to take our mountain bikes up to Yosemite, ride the trails. We used to go to Pinecrest Lake in California. That's where I'm from. And um, just ride around the lake and around the area and the campsite when we went camping. And so biking is my thing. I love it. It's fun. I like my Peloton. And I will, I will 
95% of the time always use my Peloton. We also have a rower and I do like the rowing machine just because it's a different kind of exercise, kind of full body with my legs and my arms. And I like that too. And it can seem a little less uh, hard on my knee joints and hip joints sometimes too. So, but anyways, movement is where I want to evolve in my physical health. I don't want to say I have to exercise this many times a day, or I need to get this many minutes in or this many steps in. I just want to be committed to moving every day. You know, like I said, we're not in New York City. We're not walking around everywhere. We're not getting a lot of that in, um, not getting my heart pumping and my blood flowing um, nearly as often or as much as I used to. And so I just want to move. And I also want to be more mindful in how I nourish my body. So of course, I'm going to have days where I want this or that, or I have some you know, cravings that I want to fulfill or whatever that may be. That's fine. I don't call them cheat days. I call them human days. We're all human. We all have them. But I want to be able to be more mindful of nourishing my body with things that are going to help my uh, thyroid hormone levels of things that are going to help uh, my metabolism of things that are going to help my bone health. I'm a woman who's aging. Obviously we know that women are more susceptible to things like osteoporosis. Um, I want things that are going to be put into my body that are going to help as I continue to age. And that's really my focus right now is just nourishing my body in the ways that are going to be good for it. And then giving myself grace when I just want something I want and I don't really care if it's healthy or not. Um, those are the most important areas for me that I think we all can benefit uh, from growing and evolving. And yeah, that's where I want to just kind of take this podcast this year. I want it to be real. I want it to be honest. If y'all have ideas or things that you think would be fun, um, topics to talk about, or, you know, something that maybe you or a friend or a family member have all been dealing with and it's it's blowing up your group chats, shoot me an email at theunspokencycle at gmail.com. Go ahead and slide into my DMs. I'm on Instagram at the Unspoken Cycle. I'm on Facebook at the Unspoken Cycle. Send me a message, whatever it is. I'm happy to just get out there, explore it, talk about it, let you know how I feel about it, and just be real and raw and honest. No more of these hour-long studies and Google searches to find the most helpful, amazing, perfect content for what I want to, you know, give to you. Join our private community of women at theunspokencycle.com. Embrace your female within. My passion is being um, a resource for y'all and just knowing that I am a real live human uh, human being. I am a woman who's been through a lot of shit and overcome a lot of shit. And sometimes it drowns me. Sometimes it suffocates me. And sometimes I feel like I'm cool. I got this, you know, so that's what my purpose is this year and every year going forward. Um, a lot less rigidity, a lot more carefree vulnerability, just um, being authentic. And that's probably going to be my keyword for this year, just authentic. I also hope to introduce some guests to my podcast. I know a few of you have asked me when I'm going to be having guests on my podcast and that is something I am still working out. Um, I, 
am not sure how I'm going to introduce the guest platform to my episodes, but I absolutely will be. I've got several people kind of lined up in mind that I would like to talk with about certain, you know, aspects of of life and and being a woman and just kind of living living how it goes, you know. So that will be in the near future. You will definitely know as soon as I have my first guest on the Unspoken Cycle podcast. And I just want to leave you with a quote that I used for my most recent post on Live Resiliently on Instagram. It's gained a lot of traction and it's something that I think is really heartfelt and means a lot to me. Um, I heard it a long time ago, many, many, many years ago. I've used it in a lot of my content over the years because it just seems to always hit at just the right times. So here you go. Stephanie Bennett Henry said, life is tough, my darling, but so are you. So just remember that on the days when you feel like you have to show up and you have to show up in a certain capacity or you has to look a certain way or, or sound a certain way or be a certain way, show up however the fuck you feel like showing up. You know, Get up in the morning and just go with the flow. Stop holding yourself to all of the crazy standards around you, to all of the crazy standards on social media. Just go with the flow. Be what you need to be in the moments that you need to be that. Don't pressure yourself. Don't put yourself on a high high pedestal of standards that you don't even feel like living up to. Just be you, girl. Just be you. Because life is tough. But darling, so are you thank you so much for joining me today, ladies. I appreciate the support. um, And I just encourage you to join my community at theunspokencycle.com. You will certainly find a host of other women, um, forums, chat rooms, blogs, music, all sorts of things that will help you get through the day-to-day monotony of womanhood. (laughs) If you have not yet, please like and subscribe. And I look forward to your company on the next episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening to the Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.